0: Dan Stein is the man who puts it all together as president of FAIR, and, uh, Dan joins us this morning. Uh, we're, we're hearing that this is going to really, uh, make the debate grow louder and, uh, and more serious about illegal immigrants, Dan. Uh, thanks for joining us, first of all, and secondly, uh, do you, do you believe that's gonna happen?
1: Uh, certainly gonna happen in the near term, and there's no question a lot of us are pretty, Upset for a whole lot of reasons because, you know, right now the Democrats are trying to shut down the government to benefit a bunch of illegal aliens. People with no right to be here. They've been here a long time. Some of them came when they were 16, 17, so they say they're minors. But in the end, you know, they're not willing to provide even a scintilla of of willingness to meet Trump halfway. On You know, Trump won the election, promising border security, building the wall, interior enforcement, reducing immigration, making it work for America again. And here we are, what a year into it, and now the Democrats basically want a clean amnesty bill. They stand in opposition to enforcing the law, ensuring that states cooperate with feds. I mean, why was this guy here? I mean, this you know, guy's—he's well, answerable. Why is he deported? How does he get back in? Why is he not immediately screened? How does he? How's he not identified uh, through fingerprints and others as someone who's previously been deported? How's he allowed to come back in five times after being deported? people can see that the immigration control system doesn't really have any integrity and people are dying because of it all over the country every year you know we go to the feet to the fire you have people coming who are talking about having lost loved ones for people who have no right at the hands of people with no right to be here
0: Right. I've, I've, I've sat across from them at the table there, as you know, and uh, it's, it's absolutely heartbreaking to hear the stories. But, uh, you know, the, the argument remains the same. You're going to be breaking up families. These people had nothing to do. Their parents brought them here, and we can't break up families. Uh, but uh, we are breaking up families, American families who are here legally uh, who are losing loved ones like Kate Steinler.
1: But the only explanation for the change in the Democratic Party's positions on this issue in the last 15 years is craven self-interest and power. The Everything that happened in the Kate Sniley case is foreseeable. It's foreseeable that if somebody comes and commits a crime and they're deported and they come back in, they're going to commit another crime. It's foreseeable that if somebody's committed a crime but they decide not to prosecute, instead of turning them over to federal immigration authorities, they just let them go, which is what happened in this case. It's obviously foreseeable that if a guy finds a gun on a pier, which we don't believe, but if he did, and it's in a towel and he sees a gun and he's looking at it and playing around with it and it goes off well it's still foreseeable right that's reckless as you say involuntary manslaughter reckless conduct and the whole idea that this has somehow been politicized when as americans we believe that respect for law is a cornerstone of citizenship and that uh... you know we one group shouldn't be allowed to simply play by its own rules and break the immigration laws and be allowed to be exempted from them and the, the Democratic Party, I don't want to sound partisan here, but the Democratic Party position on these issues is fraying at the core fabric of who we the people are and what are the ties that bind us, that, that sense of fair play, fair dealing. You play by the rules. You get ahead. You know, you work hard. This idea that one group of people, they, why was this guy in the country in the first place? And people just will never accept that. And, and
0: will he be back again? That's the next question. You know. well,
1: will he be deported, first of all? He has oh, yeah. deported again yet. But if they're, you, we're talking about machine-readable fingerprint scans at ports of entry. There needs to be a better point-of-service uh, scanning when people apply for benefits in various states like California. It, it should be flagged so federal authorities know if somebody's applying for a driver's license who's been previously deported. But our document structure has been slowly improving. FAIR has been working on this for 30, some, 40 years. But it's been resolutely opposed by the ACLU and these other organizations, that are in the Chamber of Commerce and others, that see immigration as cheap labor and cheap votes. And I don't know how many Americans are going to have to die at the hands of these ridiculous policies when it's all foreseeable and it's irresponsible of these politicians to continue to defend policies that are leading to the death of Americans.
0: All we can do is keep talking about it and advocating, and uh, we will do that. Dan Stein from the Federation for American Immigration Reform. Thanks so much, and I hope to see you next June again.
1: Always great to talk to you, Frank.
0: Same here. Dan Stein, it's Hold Their Feet to the Fire. I love going to that conference.